Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, welcome back to this episode with me, your host. My name is Dallin, and this is the Haas Federal Advisors YouTube channel or podcast. Welcome back. If you are listening to this close to when it came out on a Tuesday, I hope your week is going incredibly well, incredibly strong start, and that you are a little better today than you were yesterday. That is always the goal. And today, the topic, the topic of today's video and podcast is about moving money around before retirement or in retirement from different types of retirement accounts. And in the past, we've talked about lots of different reasons why you may want to stay in the TSP, may, you may want to move your money to an IRA, do some Roth conversions to a Roth IRA using the Roth TSP. There's all these different types of accounts. Maybe your spouse has a 403B, a 401K. Right? There's lots of reasons to move money around, especially once you retire, okay? Now, with that being said, I have seen some big mistakes, some big boo-boos, okay, that people make that really can cost them a lot of time, frustration, and money, right? And so my goal is to save you all that trouble by going through three of the most common mistakes that I see when people start moving money around the different types of accounts in retirement that really, really could be very stressful and can cost you thousands and thousands of dollars that you would not have to spend if you just know the rules and how they work. And so we're gonna dive into that today. So one of the biggest things that I see all the time that can be really confusing for federal employees is the difference, at least for the TSP, between a rollover and a transfer, okay? When it comes to those two words, if let's say you're browsing on the internet or even talking to, let's say, a, a Vanguard, a Fidelity, these other investment groups, right, if you give them a call and you use the words rollover or transfer, they're gonna mean a little different depending on who you talk to. But when you're talking to the TSP, there is a vast, vast difference, right? Those two words, rollover and transfer, cannot be used or should not be used interchangeably with the TSP because they interpret those words very differently from one another. So you wanna make sure that you understand which, what, which, what, what each of those means, okay? Number one, a transfer. If you tell the TSP, I want to transfer my traditional TSP over to a traditional IRA, they're going to take that as meaning they're going to send a direct transfer from the TSP to your IRA account. So let's say your IRA is at Vanguard. They're going to call up Vanguard and say, hey, we're moving this money over for you know this person. Let's send it right to you. That's how they do it. That is a transfer. And 99% of the time, that is what you want to do, right? Because when it goes directly to your IRA, there's way fewer things that can get messed up in the process. Now, a common mistake, and this is a mistake that I see all the time, is people say, hey, I want to do a rollover to my traditional IRA. And in most circumstances, not counting the TSP, that makes perfect sense and they know exactly what you're talking about. But guess what? When you tell the TSP, I want to do a rollover, what they interpret that is they're going to send you the check. They're gonna send it personally to you. And they're also gonna withhold 20%, okay? They say, hey, this is a rollover. We're gonna send it directly to you. We're gonna withhold 20% for taxes. We're gonna send that to the IRS. So as an example, let's say you have $100 in your TSP. Simple example. Let's say you call up the TSP and say, hey, I want to do a rollover of this $100 over to my traditional IRA. They're, they're gonna say, no problem, we'll do that. 
they're gonna send you personally to your house, right? A check for $80, right? Or sometimes they can send it to different accounts, but they're gonna send you the money personally for $80 because they're gonna withhold 20%, okay? It is then your responsibility to take that $80 and get it over to your traditional IRA within 60 days, okay? That is a rollover in their mind. Now, what happens to that $20 that is not in your account anymore? Well, if you don't wanna pay taxes or potentially a penalty on that $20, you actually have to fund that $20 with other money that you have and get that into the IRA. And so come when you file your taxes, you can get that money back that they withheld. Okay, plus you won't have to pay penalties if you're under 59 and a half or the different rules that come into play there, right? So long story short is you wanna do a transfer that if you're trying to get money from the TSP over to a traditional IRA, you want to do a direct transfer. You don't want the money to touch your hands, okay? That is the long story short. You want it to go directly. So make sure as you're talking with the rep you're talking with or however you're doing it, whatever forms you're filling out, that is what you want. Because the moment you touch it, it gets messy. Taxes and penalties are a lot more probable when it gets into your hands, right? And if you're talking about thousands of thousands of dollars, it can be a lot more difficult. Let's say you're trying to move 100 grand from the TSP over to a traditional night or more, right? They're gonna withhold $20,000. And you may not have $20,000 laying around to fund the difference, to get that into your IRA, so you don't pay any taxes or penalties, right? You want to do a transfer not a rollover. Okay, so that's number one. That's one big mistake and one mis big misconception that I see all the time that you wanna make sure you understand when talking to the TSP and even talking with others. You wanna make sure that um, you're using the same definitions for the lingo that we use for different things. Okay, so mistake number two, and this is a big one. Mistake number two is when people wanna move money around in retirement, sometimes they do it too soon. Okay, one big difference between an IRA and let's say your TSP or even let's say you have a spouse that has a 401k, a 403b, something like that. One big advantage of these employer sponsored plans that, that they have above and beyond what an IRA has is you can generally access them earlier, right? Because for an IRA, you have to be 59 and a half to access it without a 10% penalty, okay? There are, some, there are some exceptions and things like that, but as a general rule, you have to be 59 and a half, okay? With your TSP, if you retire in the year that you turn 55 or later, you can access the TSP without that 10% penalty, right? So if, let's say you're 56, you retire, you say, hey, I want the flexibility that an IRA has, I wanna move my TSP over to an IRA, well, that's great, but now, instead of being able to access your funds right away in the TSP, because you're you retired after 55, you move that over to an IRA, well, now the new deadline is 59 and a half right? Or you pay that 10% penalty. You don't want that to happen. And the same applies for a 401k. You can access that money um, if you retire uh, at age 55 or later, okay? Now, if you retire at 54, it doesn't apply. The same rules don't apply. You then have to wait until 59 and a half. That's just how the rules are set up, okay? Now, there's one nuance. If you're a special provisions employee, that is air traffic controllers, law enforcement, firefighters, you folks, you know who you are. 
Um, you can access your TSP as early as 50. If you retire in the in the year you turn 50 or later, then you can access, access your TSP then. So for you, it makes even a bigger difference because that's nine and a half year difference if you roll your money over to an IRA right away. So one option that you can do, if you say, hey, I want the flexibility that an IRA has, but also I want to make sure I don't pay this penalty, keep whatever money you're going to use before 59 and a half in the TSP. And then maybe potentially roll out anything you're not gonna use, and so you kind of have the best of both worlds, right? So that's one thing to think about, or you can just wait till 59 and a half, right? Just know the rules so you don't get hit with that 10% penalty, because I've seen it happen, even with financial advisors, right? Where especially, I've, I've had stories where federal employees come to me and say, hey, my advisor told me to roll my money out, and then I'm starting to use it, but what's this 10% penalty? And I'm like, oh man, Rookie move, right? That's just a common mistake that I see. So definitely understand when you can touch the money, where what accounts it's in, and the rules that come with it. Okay, so mistake number three. And I've talked about RMDs, required minimum distributions, quite a bit. And for many of you, you're probably gonna be younger than 72, because at age 72, that is when RMDs come into play. And if you're not familiar with those, basically the government starts requiring you to take money out of your retirement accounts, all retirement accounts basically accept a Roth IRA. That's the only one that isn't subject to RMDs, right? It's basically the government saying, hey, you've had your money in these accounts long enough, tax deferred, tax free, whatever it is, it's time to start taking it out, right? And in response to that, there's a couple things you can do. First, you can try to get as much money over to a Roth IRA before age 72 as possible. But one thing that I've heard, one misconception that I've heard is, hey, no problem, I'll take money out of my TSP or my traditional IRA. I'll just then roll it right over to a, a Roth IRA. I'll just convert it over. Yeah, I'll pay taxes on it, but I'll convert it over to a Roth IRA so it can go tax-free from then on. And that is just not allowed, okay? Basically, the rules are whatever you're required to take out for an RMD, a required minimum distribution at age 72, starting at 72 for the rest of your life, um, that money cannot be rolled into another retirement account. It can't be rolled into a Roth IRA, traditional IRA, it can't, you can't do that, right? Um, so for example, let's say you have to take $100 out um, in the year you turn 72 because of RMDs. It's probably gonna be a lot more than that, but just as an example. That $100, you cannot put over to a Roth IRA. You can't do that. Now, if you wanna take more out of your TSP or your traditional IRA, can you convert that over to something? Yeah, you definitely could, right? If you took out $200, but you were only required to take out 100, the excess $100, you can do some whatever you want with that with the normal rules, right? So those are the top three misconceptions, mistakes that I have seen as people start moving money around where there can be major advantages to getting in different types of accounts and retirements. So you definitely want to potentially move your money to the best places for you in retirement. Just make sure that when you start moving money around, it makes sense for you. You're not gonna be paying any penalties. You're paying taxes when and how you wanna pay taxes and not surprise you owe a, a, you know, a big dollar amount to Uncle Sam. You don't want surprises. You wanna know exactly what you're getting into when you start moving money around in retirement. So I hope that was helpful. If you have any comments, put in the comments below. That definitely helps. If you have any topics that you say, hey, that this is a topic that I have a lot of questions on, please cover this. Put in the comments below. I'll do my best to uh, answer your questions. And uh, thank you for being a valued member of this community, right? The videos and the podcasts I produce would be not, it would not be valuable at all unless you guys were here engaging, helping each other, 
to get the most out of your benefits, your retirement, your investments, your taxes, to get the most out of your life, right? That's what we're here to do. To, are we talking about taxes and money? Yes, we are. But it all comes back to how are we gonna use the rules and the things that we learn to make sure that you can have the life that you want. That's what money's for, to create a life. Not to create just financial security. Well, that's important. It's to create a life that you want. Money's useless if it's not used for your life, right? For something, whether it's even helping your kids or giving a charity, those are valuable that bring value to you and your life, and that's what we're all about here. So, I hope that was helpful. Have an incredible rest of your day and your week, and we'll see you next time.